0: Welcome and good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you're listening to this podcast, this is a Monday episode and on Monday episodes, we get very personal direct to actionable application to leading and growing your business to leading your people. But before we do that, something momentous happened this last weekend and it was not the NFL football season starting. We will actually be talking about that, but it was the 20 year anniversary of September 11th, 2001. And I want to make sure that I steward this platform well, that I steward this opportunity well, to truly not forget. As a patriot, as a veteran of this country, someone that is so thankful that I've been blessed enough to have been born in this country, to have won the lottery, to have been born in this country, thank you, God, to have been blessed to be raised in this country, I want to take a moment to truly not forget, to truly remember what happened on that day and those that we lost I want to take a moment to remember 246 people that were on those flights 2997 Americans who were in their workplace and were attacked and lost their lives 343 firefighters 60 police officers and 8 paramedics who when everyone was running away from the disaster ran into it and they knew they knew that they were putting their lives on the line, they were putting their lives at risk to save those that were still trapped, to save those that were stuck. I want to take a moment to remember them, and I hope you take a moment to remember them with me, to be thankful that we live in a country where this kind of valor and courage is demonstrated, not only then, but even now, and to just take a moment to truly remember them, remember what happened, and to remember the blessing that it is to be in this country. Take a moment with me. Thank you for thinking about them. I thank you for remembering them. Something else happened this last weekend, as I mentioned, and it is not as momentous as the 20-year anniversary of the September 11th attacks, but it was the NFL football season, and the NFL football season is here. It is back, and I have a confession. I am a Dallas Cowboys fan. I'll hold for the moments of disdain and disgust. But if the Cowboys have taught me anything in my life, I was born in 1993. Their last championship was 93 and 95. They've taught me how to deal with disappointment. They've taught me how to deal with rejection. And for that, I am thankful as much as I would love to see a Super Bowl. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. However. The NFL football season is upon us. And what does the NFL and football have to do with me leading my business, Keanu? What does it have to do with me leading my team? What does it have to do with me building relationships around me to accelerate relationships, accelerate results? What does the NFL football season have to do with attracting great people, making them better, and keeping them around? The brand promise of true strategy. What does football have to do with that? Well, I'm going to tell you. But before I do that, I'm going to tell you a story. And I think you're going to enjoy it. It was July of 1961, and 38 members of the Green Bay Packers football team were gathered together for the first day of training camp. The previous season had ended with a heartbreaking defeat when the Packers squandered a lead late in the fourth quarter and lost the NFL championship to the Philadelphia Eagles. The Green Bay players had been thinking about this brutal loss for the entire offseason, and now, finally, training camp had arrived and it was time to get to work. The players were eager to advance their game to the next level and start working on the details that would help them win a championship. Their coach, Vince Lombardi, had a different idea. This is a football, he said. In his best-selling book, When Pride Still Mattered, A Life of Vince Lombardi, author David Moranis explains what happened when Lombardi walked into training camp in the summer of 1961. He took nothing for granted, He began a tradition of starting from scratch, assuming that the players were blank slates who carried over no knowledge from the year before. He began with the most elemental statement of all. Gentlemen, he said, holding a pigskin in his right hand, this is a football. He took nothing for granted. He went back to the fundamentals. He went back to the basics as it pertained to building his business. What was his business? It was a football team. 38 men who would comprise his football team. He took nothing for granted. These were professionals, the highest level, the elite of the elite athletes. And he still took nothing for granted when returning to the basics, when returning to the fundamental elements of building a football team, to the point of even saying, gentlemen, this is a football. Just think about that for a moment. What if your boss, your supervisor, walked into your office and said, John, this is a business. You'd be, you'd be offended. You would think he had absolutely lost his mind. But let's think about this for a moment. When I was reading this and I read this story and I read this quote, I could not wait to produce this episode. Could not wait. And I thought it'd be a great time to do it as the NFL football season started, but I couldn't help but think about how this pertains to building people and leading a team. How often do we as leaders, and I am guilty of this as well, I was wholly convicted in reading the story and how it struck me about how this might be applicable to you. How often do we return to the basics of caring for and developing people? How often do we return to the basics of their fundamental needs? How often do we return to just those core desires Of a person to best develop them, to best lead them, to understand that if they are provided for in these ways, if they're cared for in the fundamental ways to be seen, known, heard, to have purpose, to walk in a vision, to exist in a culture where they belong, where they have a sense of belonging, a sense of purpose, those fundamental elements, how far could they go? And we know the legacy of Vince Lombardi. We know the legacy of those days, Green Bay Packers and the Green Bay team now. He established a legacy that even to this day is a a, a storied franchise. But what if we return to those fundamental elements? And I don't necessarily have an answer for you today. This is something that we can process together. But what if we return to just those fundamental elements of building people, the fundamentals of understanding leaders? This is a person. Just imagine that we're walking into your meeting, your next team meeting, and you happen to hire me and I'm there with you. Thank you. I appreciate your business and I'm glad to be here with you. And I grab one of your team members and I have them stand up and I present them to you and to the team. And I say, this is a person. What would you think? What would you feel? What would go through your mind? Would you think that I am wasting your time or would you think, wow, I've just, it's just been lost on me. Maybe I've just forgotten that I've I've overcomplicated it. In a way, people are very complex and a tool like the Enneagram helps to weave through some of those complexities and understanding them. But in a lot of ways, people are simple. They have very basic needs, very basic desires that if those are being met, they they will thrive. They will absolutely be an asset to you and your company and your mission if those very basic needs are being met. And the Enneagram helps us to understand that there is an aspect of the Enneagram called triads and it shows us groupings of three where we have emotional imbalance or we have a common desire of sorts. And the type eight, the type nine and the type one have a common desire for justice. The type two, the type three and the type four have a common desire for significant identity and the type five, the type six and the type seven have a a common desire for security. But just because those types have that stronger desire doesn't mean that we don't still have all of those desires. I'm a type 8, and my leading desire is for justice. Absolutely. This is why when 9-11 happened, when I was very, very young, I was 7 years old. When that happened, it was the first time I was telling my wife this last week. It was the first time that I cried. For no apparent reason. I I couldn't understand it. I was seven years old and I was crying because something happened thousands of miles away. I I, I just couldn't understand what was happening inside of me. And I know now because of the Enneagram that it was my, my strong desire and sense of justice. This was so wrong. What had just happened and I was crushed by it. So I have my strongest desire is for justice. But that doesn't mean that I don't still desire significant identity. That doesn't mean that I still don't desire security. What happens is with the Enneagram, it just helps us to prioritize those. But if we're providing for those three things or those three desires in any order, if we just meet those fundamental needs, justice, identity, security, if we provide those for our people, if we provide those for our team, then your bases are covered. So if you know their Enneagram type, then you're going to be able to see which of those is most important to them. Security identity or justice, but either way if we meet those fundamental needs and of course there are other fundamental needs I just want to highlight some of those that the Enneagram helps to provide if we meet those fundamental needs Then it's amazing. What would happen in our people in our business in our culture and right now? We're experiencing something called the great resignation. We're right in the thick of it where many many Americans up to 40% are either quitting or plan to quit their jobs So you can look at that as a crisis. If you're looking at that as a crisis, like a crisis, then it may be a good sign that you need to make some transitions or some pivots in your culture. But if you're looking at this like an opportunity, some organizations that have it right, organizations that are crushing it, creating an attractive culture, they're looking at this as an opportunity. They can basically cherry pick some of the best of the best out there because all of these Americans are quitting jobs that have no purpose, have no vision, have no culture but even beyond that where their basic elemental fundamental where their basic fundamental needs are not being met so leaders this is a person this is a human being let's challenge ourselves this week to get back to the fundamentals of leading and understanding people loving and caring for people what would it look like what does it look like on your team what does it look like with your people? And for some of you, you might feel like, Keanu, this was meant to be an encouraging podcast, but now you've created more questions than answers. This is hard. Well, I, good. <laughs> good. In a way, I, that is a good thing. Because now it's challenging you to see, where have I not been meeting the fundamental needs of my team? And maybe that could be your next conversation, your next one-on-one, your next team session. Where am I not meeting your fundamental needs? Here are some. Security. Justice. Identity belonging, purpose, vision. You see, my Bible says without vision, the people perish where there is no vision, the people perish. But I want you to think about that for a moment. That doesn't mean that you don't, just because you don't cast a vision in your company, people are going to start dying. But what does it mean to perish? To perish means to no longer exist. So they may not die, Lord willing, But they will perish from your company where there is no vision. The people perish. They disappear. They cease to exist in your context. They cease to exist in your world, in your universe that you call your business, that you call your team. So are you casting vision? Are you allowing them to find themselves in your vision? Are they finding purpose? So I hope this is challenging, but I also hope it's encouraging. I hope it's encouraging to to help you to stop and, and think about it because it was sure convicting for me. And we as a company, we as a team, I don't want to be another talking head. I don't want to be another person that speaks at you. I want to be a person that has a conversation with you. I want to be a person. I want True Strategy to be a place where we can partner side by side and we can work through these tensions together. We can help to figure out what is best for you and your team and your business and ultimately your legacy. That's who I want to be. So we're processing these things together. If you have any questions about this, if maybe you're processing something, then we'd love to interact with you. We'd love to process with you. And the best way that you can engage with us right now is through True Strategy, the platform. True Strategy is no longer a company. True Strategy is a place. We've created a platform using a world-leading service that is best in industry for what we do. It's a fantastic experience. You're going to enjoy it. And we want you to process this with us for free. 14 days. We're giving away 14 day trials right now as we're launching, as we're getting the platform off the ground. We already have over 30 members in our community where we're processing and growing together. We focus on the fundamentals of building people, sharpening skills so that we can build your business. It's just not about building people. I've encountered some leaders that say, oh, that's kind of, you know, what's a word I've heard? Frou-fru or whatever, building your people. Well, sure. I guess if we were just stopping at building people, absolutely. But I believe in building people who build businesses, building people so they will build your business. Taking care of those fundamental needs, if you take care of your people, they'll take care of your clients. Stephen Covey says that in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, take care of your people, your employees, and they'll take care of everything else. So we wanna partner with those of you that think like that. Those of you that maybe want to grow your team in this way, or even just grow personally. So let's process this together. What are some fundamental needs that maybe you've been lacking in building your people, in building your business, and you can do that on the true strategy platform for 14 days, come and experience it, come and interact with me and my team. And we wanna support you as you lean into this, as you become one of those businesses that took advantage of the fact that 40% of Americans are walking away from their jobs, that took advantage of the fact that now you can't have any person on the market because you're creating an attractive culture. So go ahead and click the link in the show notes. I hope that you enjoyed and we hope to see you on our platform. If you love this podcast, chances are someone you know will love it as well. Please share it with them. Leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. And of course, subscribe. We'll see you on Thursday where we take a ride with another guest.